This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour Podcast. Check it out if you're into discussions about seasonal fruit, hard-hitting political analysis, and discussions about recent Marvel shows of which I cannot remember the name. Actually, just for you listeners, I'll give you a preview of next week's Rat Hour episode. Because I will kill you where you stand. Okay, well, if you want to find out what that's all about, make sure you tune into the Rat Hour, part of the Tube Podcast Network. Okay, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two. Everybody, you're listening to a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic is our top three generation one Pokemon. That's Pokemon from the original 151. But before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends, subscribe, give us a rating and review if you can, and follow our social media accounts at, at a top three podcast and leave your own top three when we post our episodes and we can chat about it. Joining me today, Dave Jackson, is Aaron Angle. What's up? Alan Nichols. Hi, everybody. Fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. Wanna be the very best. <laughs> <laughs> like no one ever was. And uh, actually, the the real Pokemon master, the real MVP of uh, of everything that happens in Top Three World, Senora Bath, Madam Blood, Jamie, Jamie, how are you doing? Good. How are you guys doing? Ready to go. Doing good. Ready to go. So excited to be here. Do this with you guys. Yeah, we're real. We're real excited to have you on. It's been a it's been a long time coming. What eleven episodes in? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
let's uh let's get started with again this is our top three pokemon from the original 151 if this is your first time listening to the show the way it works is we've all picked our top threes we'll all take turns going around saying our number three then everyone says their number twos number ones and at the end lightning round honorable mentions so the original 151 pokemon from the red, blue, and yellow games in the original anime. Um, Pokemon was released in Japan in 1996 as red and green. And I'm kind of like, kind of salty that they changed the color because green is a super cool color for like a game. But 1998 got released worldwide as red and blue. Um, all of us played these games back in the day, right? Like when they came out? Yeah. Religiously, man. Yeah. Like a like yeah. more than I played most other video games, and I haven't played them since I was ten. That uh, you, you know what I'm saying, like yeah, top three like most time I've played a video game, like a singular video game. Yeah, it probably would be if you, if I could see those statistics somehow. Uh, red and blue, or maybe yellow, would be like up at the top for sure. See, I feel I feel like maybe yeah. not, just because the games were so short, right? You know, so you could. You know, there are games that they make now that I, I guess like probably take at least a hundred hours to get through, right? Yeah, that's true. But like, yeah. I rem- played remember, that game like a hundred and fifty times, dude. Yeah, remember we were little kids, and like in my case, this was like the only game we had. We had po- I had Pokemon Red, my brother had Blue, and this is all we did for like three straight years. Oh man, your your parents must have loved him more than they loved you. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me that's not true, mom. <laughs> Jamie, Bloodbath, how about you? You guys had these uh like back in the late 90s? So, I played Pokémon Blue and I was pretty much more just into the TV show. Like I watched it like every day and I was obsessed with it. Um, 100%. When they came out with the Game Boy games, I didn't have a Game Boy at the time, so I begged my parents for one for Christmas just so I could play that. And I remember Christmas Day, my dad being like, well, there was like some earthquake or something that happened in the factory. And I thought he was just bullshitting. Like, just didn't get it. But they did. And I played it a million times, but then never played anything else on that Game Boy that they took. Had such a hard time getting for me. Hmm. Um... (laughs) I uh I played the Game Boy games. I like I played Pokemon Snap more than and Pokemon Stadium way more than the other games. Um but like Pokemon for me, like I, I'm kinda like Jamie. Like I, I really like the TV show and I would actually argue that the show holds up really well um today. And um I don't know, dude. I, I think that's like more where my connection comes from is the TV show and the trading card game. Like I was super big on the trading card game. Oh yeah, those trading cards. Yeah, yeah. I was all about. I was about collecting them. I like playing it too. Like I, I, I went to like one or two tournaments. Um, I was yeah, I was really really into it. Um, yeah, I think I like Pokemon more as just like a, like a cultural like franchise. I'm not like a diehard on the games or anything. I also like as soon as uh got past the first generation i didn't i just dropped off completely i was like i don't care literally yeah, like, pretty much as, me too as soon as they wanted to introduce other pokemon i was like no this is this is just where i stop now i'm, I'm done it's too much it's too much 
I'm just I'm just gonna throw out there that the new Pokemon games that came out like last year are really good. They're really yeah, fun. Sure. I, I've watched my roommate play. You're talking about like a Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah those, that fun. looks like like if that came out when I was a little kid, I would have Dave. I would have done anything to get those games. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, all right. So I just real quick on the anime, like bringing up anime for the second week in a row. Um, I remember like the school bus would drop me off at my house like one minute before the anime would start and I would like race from the bus stop to my house to get in before the theme shows uh the uh theme song started playing. I love that show so much. Yeah, same dude. And I just like went off on a huge tangent about anime and I don't remember who said something, but they were like, Well, you I think it was Alan, because of course it was Alan. He's like, Well, you like Dragon Ball Z and you like Pokemon. Like the Pokemon anime is and, and Dragon Ball Z is like the only it's like outlying data to me. Like it hit it hit me like right at the right like the correct age that that a show like that should hit you at and i've actually watched a little bit of uh of some of the other episodes with my brother bloodbath's right it's still like halfway decent man and uh, yeah. I, I didn't really base a lot of my picks off of that i more so did them off of the game but like i i, I do think uh that the anime should play a lot into people's answers because it was good and it you know brought another layer to you know to the pokemon yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because I actually, um, when I was asking people for responses, um, I did say, like, we're just saying top three Pokemon. We're not talking about only from the games. So our picks might combine the way they look, um, how good they are in the games, uh, how cool they look, uh, what the Pokedex entries say, what went on in the anime or the trading cards. Um, I mean, like, the Which late one 90s one is were a just pet? like... Yeah, the late 90s were just like mm -hmm. an assault, like a Pokemon assault from all angles on little kids. It was crazy. Oh, man, they had Burger King toys, and I had every one of those Dude, those Burger dude. King toys every were the Every single fucking best. one, dude. <laughs> I had like a shoe tree in my room that my mom bought me to put the Pokeballs inside of. <laughs> oh, man. I Burger cool. King... Burger King's not even that good, but I like I'm sure I just annoyed the shit out of my parents to go to Burger King constantly to get those fucking <laughs> Pokeballs. But Dave, um, we'll take you to Disney World. No, ma'am. I want to nope. go to Burger King. Can we can we go to Burger King 170 times for that same amount of money, please? <laughs> In one day. <laughs> yeah. Um all right, uh, before we start, um, I just want to ask everybody, since we all did play those games, um, out of the three starter Pokemon, and let's not give details in case they were in, um, in, in our lists, but out of the three starter Pokemon, Charmander, Squirtle, and Bulbasaur, what's our favorite? And I'll start, I'll just say, I always pick Charmander, because he was, when I was in fifth grade, that's the one I picked. So Charmander is my dude. Aaron, how about you? Bulbasaur, every single time, man. Respect. Every single time, yeah. Bulbasaur, one hundred percent. Alan, uh, I mean, I I had Pokemon Blue, so I picked Squirtle the first time, and that one stuck as right. well. Yep. Bloodbath. Uh, Bulbasaur. And Jane. Hell yeah, Bloodbath. Uh, Amanda. I just like the little fiery dragon guy. Yeah. For oh, sure. that's weird. Alan was making all them faces when I said Bulbasaur, and yet he's the only one that's Squirtle. I'm that's shocked weird, that that two people chose Bulbasaur. Can I ask why? 
Bulbasaur is uh, cool, dude. But, because they didn't sh- tell you at the beginning really what they look like. It, they just kind of told you like a little brief description. I was like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So I just picked Bulbasaur. And then <laughs> really it's the TV show ber- version of Bulbasaur that Bulbasaur had some good episodes, man. So yeah, uh, uh, it kind of, you know, okay. Like, yeah. Fair enough. I, I, Fair enough yeah. I played it enough to pick all of them. Like, let's be yeah, fair here. Yeah, for sure. Bulbasaur. And there are no, there are no wrong answers for these, these three starters. They're all awesome. I will I'll make the argument for Bulbasaur and for Squirtle that um Venusaur and ultimately Blastoise, I would say are like the workhorses of uh the Pokemon world. Like, you know, you know, they're kind of taken for granted, but like they kick a lot of ass and uh they, they get a lot of shit done. Uh when you were playing Pokemon, like you really re- uh, relied on those guys to get you through. So Especially the first, uh, the first gym, or the first two, if you pick Bulbasaur. But yes, sir. Let's not get let's not get into too much detail because I have a feeling some of these might be on people's lists. So, um, let's get started with our top three Pokemon. But first, we have a Michael Bumpus alert. The second Michael Bumpus in podcast history. Michael Bumpus sound effect. Michael Bumpus alert. <laughs> We have uh, we have decided that Pikachu is going to be Michael Bumpus in this episode. So again, for the uninitiated, a Michael Bumpus pick is the the obvious pick. Like it's going to be mentioned by so many people that we want to just get it out of the way at the beginning of the show. So Pikachu, Pikachu's the mascot. Pikachu's super cute. You see Pikachu literally fucking everywhere, even in 2021. <laughs> um. I'll open the floor to you guys, but first I want to read the Pokedex entries for Pikachu. Um, <laughs> Go on. The cute little uh, electric mouse. So we'll start with In Yellow, the game that starred Pikachu. It keeps its tail raised to monitor its surroundings. If you yank its tail, it will try to bite you. Very helpful. Thank you, Pokedex. <laughs> oh, man. Thank God I didn't <laughs> press the yank button. <laughs> but in red and blue, it was a little bit more metal. When several of these Pokemon gather, their electricity could build and cause lightning storms. Yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. And I'll just say this to be about Pikachu real quick. The reason I would have put Pikachu on my list is because of Super Smash Brothers. Like, I just think he's yeah. so, so good in every single Smash Brothers game. That's where, like, is the TV show? Yeah, that's cool. The video, like, the games, I actually thought he was, I thought Pikachu and Raichu were lame as shit, personally. But in Smash Brothers, Pikachu just owns face. So that, I, I would have put Pikachu on my list. Pikachu's my main in Smash Brothers to this day. Same Z's. We know, Alan. We know. <laughs> <laughs> God, we know. I feel like people who play, who like really take Smash Brothers seriously, get mad at people who play as Pikachu, and that only oh, makes me is. like playing as Pikachu yeah. even more. <laughs> oh, oh my God, Dave, I love it. Like when I was in college, I used to only play Pikachu, and like every time I picked up, be like, it's a goddamn little yellow rat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's get started with our list our top three Gen 1 Pokemon. Um, I am going to go first, and my number three is my spirit animal, Snorlax. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah, dude. Um, Snorlax for, well, first, let me say his, uh, his Pokedex entry. Very lazy, just eats and sleeps. 
as its rotund bulk builds, it becomes steadily more slothful. Fucking alliteration just off the charts. <laughs> in that. But that Snorlax has it all figured out just as a Pokemon, like its needs and desires. Got it all figured out. Um, Snorlax is awesome in the game. Like it's probably my only pick that's like a legit like people who take Pokemon like competitively like play it competitively will use Snorlax because it's so strong. Um, it's the most hit points. Yeah, of well, not the most hit points. Chansey does in the original 151, but um, Ouch, it's like bath. it's real. Ouch. It's real high up there. It's um, up there. But Snorlax can attack and just like fucking destroy things, which Chansey can't really do. Um, you can just like ride a Snorlax through the entire game of red and blue, like no problem. So Snorlax is my number three. Nice. It was really cool in Pokemon Snap when you had to play the uh, Poke Flute to wake up Snorlax. And so you just like you just driving by this thing that just looks like a hill, and then you play the Poke Flute and he just jumps up and he just starts like fucking like shaking himself around. <laughs> that was like a really big like, yo, what the fuck is the 64 out here doing moment for me? It was really cool. <laughs> the <laughs> I like the uh he gets so mad you woke him up, he just fucking attacks you. <laughs> yeah, he just mauls you to death. Yeah. Air. Yeah, Snorlax. Um really good. Like still to this day, really good. Snorlax is gonna be on my list uh when I was looking through things, but uh I don't know, dude. I just never like like he never strikes me as like a Pokemon that you like can do any kind of like real damage or attacks with. Like he just he'll jump on you. Big and he has a lot of like he has lots of hit points, so I just I don't know, dude. He was there's like a class of Pokemon I feel like in the game and like throughout like all the media where it's like you know, like they're they're like props almost. Like Chansey's kind of that way, Snorlax, Magikarp. Like I'm just like, well, I mean, what are you really doing with this guy? I mean, I, I agree with Chansey and Magikarp, but Snorlax is like a legit tank, like damage machine. He's real slow, but that's it. That's the only issue. What yeah. I will say about uh, Snorlax is if this episode was top three Pokemon you'd want to take a nap on top of, Snorlax would be number one <laughs> number for one. sure. Absolutely. Um, Aaron, what's your number three then? All right. My number three is Alakazam. All right. So I rolled a... Uh, I, I pretty much, uh, when I was playing the game, I rolled almost all psychic Pokemon. And then like my number one that I'll talk about later. Um, and Alakazam is strong as shit in that game. And the probably the only other uh, psychic Pokemon in the game stronger than Alakazam is probably Mewtwo, which is fair. Uh, but I remember it uh, takes a... Uh, shit, I had it written down here. It takes a long time to evolve from Abra to Alakazam. Like Alakazam evolves at like one of the highest levels of all of the Pokemon in the game. So there was like this really, really good build up to it. You, you have, have to trade Kadabra. Mm -hmm. And Abra evolves oh, at level 16. It's like super early. You just All have right, to must, trade him. Am I thinking about Dragonite? I don't care. It yes. doesn't even matter. So I actually found some really cool Alakazam facts that I didn't know ahead of time. Uh, one, uh, female Alakazam have mustaches too. Uh, but, they're <laughs> but they're shorter. 
So that's how you can tell the difference between a male and a female alakazam is by the length of their mustache. Uh, those brown spots on his shoulders and his chest, that's actually uh, body armor that's attached to his, it's like a part of his body, uh, which is really, really cool. And then I'm just going to read directly off this because this is very funny to me. It wields a silver spoon in each hand, which act as amplifiers for its psychic abilities. The spoons are created by using its psychic powers, and it may give one to someone it trusts, which I think is very, very funny. Um, but also like, uh, Alakazam looks like the lead singer of a metal band, which is really, really <laughs> cool to me. Uh, and, and like I said, when, when I'm looking at my final, like Pokemon match that I'm taking against like Giovanni at the end, Alakazam was one of the two or three strongest fucking Pokemon that I had. Um, so yeah, number three, Alakazam. Dude, I, if I could manage it, like which I could back in elementary school because it's easy to find. It was easy to find someone to trade with. Alakazam was like an automatic party member. Like the psychic oh, yeah. types, the psychic types were way overpowered in the first games. So you could, you could roll the yes. entire game with just that. Yeah. And I did. Uh, and then people would get mad at me when I played them and I just was throwing Alakazams and Mewtwo's at them. Like, they <laughs> <laughs> um, also a very, very cool uh, Pokemon card. I, I, I believe I had a holographic Alakazam and it was dope as shit. Dude, speaking of the cards, have you guys heard the story about why there's no Kadabra Pokemon cards? I have not. Go on. I know there wasn't. A, like there was the first time and then there's been a copyright dispute because there's this magician who like pretends to bend spoons and he... Uh, he filed a like a copyright claim against Pokemon for like copying his thing, and they just haven't <gasps> made a Kadabra Pokemon card in over twenty years because Holy of this. shit. He like won. Yeah. Um. So there's this guy. Yeah. His name's Uri Uri Yuri Geller, who is famous for like a spoon bending magic trick, and he like got in this big copyright claim against Pokemon for copying him. And so they're just like, fuck it. We're not making Kadabra cards anymore, I guess. Huh. Well, like he's in the middle, so I guess I, I kind of get it. Yeah, I mean. I want to go for that Alakazam or with that Abra. So I feel you. Yeah, I mean, who's picking Kadabra over Alakazam in the games anyway? So. Uh, right. And I could actually say that about any middle evolution. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like if you prefer, if you I said that from the middle the... evolution, then you're weird because the first or the third are always <laughs> yes. going to be better. That's what I said. That's I was. I told Jamie. Did I not say that? Like all like the last two weeks, I was like, "Is someone gonna, uh, you know, uh, Charmeleon? Yeah, Nidorino, War Tur- War Turtle, like yeah. Ivysaur? Like no, like who's <laughs> who's picking the middle one?" Oh man, all of Alan's three are going to be middle ones. <laughs> Metapod. Oh, I bet. Is my number three is Metapod? Uh, <laughs> Harden, 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 Harden. Yeah. Playing the long game. Yeah, right. Um, You'll wear yourself out eventually. You'll run out of moves. Yeah. Um, Alan, what is your number three? Uh, my number three is Dragonite. Um, Good so call. Dragonite, uh, clearly by the name you can tell is a dragon Pokemon. Uh, it, so for people that I guess don't play Pokemon, I don't know why you're listening, but 
Um, it <laughs> Dragonite kind of like looks soft and simple, uh, but it turns out that it will actually kill you. So it looks like an actual dragon that had sex with Barney the dinosaur. And also, <laughs> also, it turns out that Barney and that dragon were related because the offspring can't really like read or count very well. Uh, it looks clumsy and simple. Um, it has those just ridiculous tiny wings on its back. How, bro, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't mean to jump in here, but how did that hold his weight? That makes it's, no sense. It's, po- it's Pokemon magic, Aaron. But it had, yeah, those, cool. it had those tiny wings. It had those big, simple doe eyes. Um, but uh, it made I guess a it weird was sound. It did. It, like, it, it made a weird <laughs> sound. It was. It was <laughs> in, a, in Pokemon Snap. It did. <laughs> it was a. Uh, you know. It was. It was a. It was a good Pokemon though. You could keep it in your party. It could use Fly, which I liked. Um, and. The other thing about it was it was like an achievement to get it because you had to evolve it at like a an absurdly high level. And so it was yeah. a real process to do it. But Dragonite actually, is my number three. Actually, Dragonair might be the only like middle evolution that's like at least like looks cool. And you're like, oh, I want one of those. But Same, Dragonite I, I agree is, with that. Dragonite's like but one then, of the best, the best ones. So why would you not get that? Right, you know, you're not going to keep your dragon air. Here's the uh, here's the Dragonite Pokedex entry, an extremely rarely seen marine Pokemon. Its intelligence is said to match that of humans. That's it. That's the scariest yeah. fucking po- just like just FYI, like it also might know how to build a gun. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, if only there was a Pokemon episode where Dragonite was off in the corner. Forging a gun, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like breathing fire to meld the pieces together. <laughs> Literally shoots Team Rocket in the face. Yeah, <laughs> are, all right, guys, show over. Yeah, it's like, oh shit, Dragonite learned how to make a spear. It's <laughs> just like, tosses like it that's through not Jesse's chest. That dangerous, but that could get out of hand quickly. <laughs> yeah, that could, could escalate. Well, I mean. Yeah. It, what one of the things with Alakazam uh, from from earlier is that it's it supposedly had like a like god level IQ or something like that. So <laughs> it's <laughs> Alakazam <laughs> is like the villain in an Isaac Asimov story or something. Yeah, like ten of them should be able to take over humankind. <laughs> They're just like, no, I'd rather just chill and fight for him. This yeah, I'd rather chill in this ball. Sit in this ball all day. <laughs> the Dragonite's ball. a good call though. <laughs> Dragonite's like Dragonite was the final boss in the uh, in the first games. Wasn't right. it 149? Was was that what it is in the Pokedex? 149, like it's like the very last one. Yeah, before Mewtwo so, yeah. and Mew, it's 149. Yeah. Um, that's how you. That's how I mean, you feel it was, cool it was about tough. getting it. It was tough to get a, a Dratini, right? You know, you had to get the Dratini yeah. first, which was they're pretty an rare. effort in and of itself, and then you had to. You know, you'd wind up catching one at level twelve or something, and you'd have to get it up to. I, I honestly, I don't remember. I think it's fifties or sixties or something crazy, something like that. That sounds right. Um, Fifty-five, so, yeah. You know, serious effort, serious achievement. And then uh, in the later games, they've kept that that thing for like that game's version of Dragonite. Um, it's it's always like. Uh, 
there's like a super strong Pokemon. You get it at real low level at like the end of the game. And up at level 55 or so, you get this super strong thing in the later games too. So they kept that um, that process. Nice. Um, Bloodbath, what's your number three? So I thought when I was trying to put this list together, what I really tried to use as a guideline was uh, what are the Pokemon that I feel are like genuinely interesting to me? Like if I were in the world of Pokemon, Pokemon are real. I'm walking around, catching, hanging out. Like these are the Pokemon that I would think are like genuinely more interesting than the other ones. So uh, number three is Kangaskhan. Yeah, dude, love <laughs> Kangaskhan. Kangaskhan, very cool, dude. Very cool. So uh, interesting fact in Pokemon Go, Kangaskhan is exclusively only found in Australia. <laughs> Oh shit! You can't find him. Uh, you know, carry Kangaskhan are all female. They carry their young in a pouch in front of them. Um, they uh, have a lot of hit points. They're very strong. Uh, they're a normal type Pokemon. Um, you know, ground earth Pokemon. Uh, and man, it's just it's me. I I really appreciate like that workhorse that like Pokemon. That's like you know if you were playing Pokemon Stadium or or red or blue or yellow or anything like that. It's like it's a Pokemon that can like sol- solidly go up against most anybody that it comes up, you know, battle with through the game. Uh, just, you know, that solid workhorse. They're not flashy. They're not showing off not some like crazy special move or some like long burn tactic, you know, it's just straight up like boom, boom. They're going to get you from point A to point B. So Gang is gone. Did Wasn't you say like the female? hardest Pokemon to catch ever? They were real yeah, tough. They're, all female. they're in the Safari Zone, and That's the Safari right, yeah. Zone is weird. And, so you and, had to yeah, catch it there. I was thinking forever to get that fucking thing, man. Did you say that they were all female, like Jurassic Park? <laughs> huh. Safari Zone's kind of like Jurassic Park. <laughs> a little bit yeah i mean they're all like i don't know they're all they're presented as like mother pokemon so not sure huh. um pokedex entry for kangaskhan the infant rarely ventures out of its mother's protective pouch until it is three years old so there we go huh <laughs> all right that's all you need to know yeah <laughs> yeah Kangaskhan was cool. Like a just, it's like a, it's just a normal type Pokemon. So like, nothing real special, but it's pretty strong. And like, it's one of those like when you play the game more than once and you want to like mix it up, like it's a pretty fun one to throw in your party. Kangaskhan like was you... like one of. Good. Kangas Kangaskhan was like one of the last Pokemon that I that I caught in the original game in Pokemon Blue. It took me, I mean, just literally years to put together the entire 151. Yeah. Um, it was an undertaking. It really was. So. And like, and what I'll say is like bloodbath contextualizes by saying like, you know, if he, he was himself in the Pokemon world, like what would be like the coolest thing to like roll around with him? I mean, like, could you imagine going to like a junior high Pokemon party and everybody's got their like oddishes and their Rattatas and bloodbath just rolls up with a Kangaskhan. <laughs> I so get it. Dude, like, find that thing. <laughs> would you 
<clears throat> Would you ride in a towel bloodbath? Yes, obviously, dude. Come on. You kick so that baby here, out and ride in the pouch. Have to. Bloodbath. I don't want to kick the baby out. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, the one thing I will say about like what guides me to like picking some uh, picking like the picks I made, like Pokemon, like um, Hip Hitmonlee, uh, Murawak, who like I think they're neat, but they open the door to like stuff that starts coming in like the other generation, the Pokemon and the other generations where it's like, just like throwing things against the wall. And it's like very like obscure and out of left field. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, Pokemon fans that are still like, you know, follow all the new Pokemon. Like uh, in these later generations, uh, there's a Pokemon that's just like a pile of garbage. Yeah. Also a Pokemon (laughs) that's just, just an ice cream cone. I feel like um, I feel like there are a couple that are Khan. just like there's one like there's one that's just like a candle. <laughs> and so oh, they, they just get into... basically just somebody was just sitting in the room like I have to meet my like six Pokemon quota this year. What's in this room? I could just yeah. put eyeballs yes, on. Exactly. Oh, baby, yelling, out ice cream code. yelling out to the other office, like, yo, did we make a vacuum cleaner Pokemon yet? <laughs> I don't know why this is so funny to me because they're all real. This is all Back real stuff. Well, yeah, your people. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and Genghis Khan, and Genghis Khan is in that vein of Pokemon that are like ripping on like an animal that exists. It's you know a combination you, of like a kangaroo and, and Genghis Khan. Are you calling Khan. him Genghis Khan? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> right. I Genghis Khan. Kangas I meant Khan. to say Kangas Khan. Danky Kang. I, I slipped one. <laughs> Danky Kang. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. <laughs> Jamie, what's your number three? My number three is Vulpix. And nice. you guys are getting like real intense like picks and stuff. All of mine are just like what I thought was cute and I wanted as a pet. <laughs> like, yeah. I imagine we'll see totally a lot valid. of that also. Yeah, later totally valid. Sure. It's literally just this adorable little red fox. It, you know, it's a little fire jazz and stuff. And I just thought that was the coolest thing. And it was adorable. I love its voice. I loved its episode. Yes. It evolves to Ninetales, which is also just as cool. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Vulpix is super cool. Alan, do your Vulpix impression for everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a Vulpix. Oh. <laughs> um, fucking nailed I, it, dude! Nailed, nailed it. it. Absolutely I, nailed it. Actually, it would have to just be like That's intro for the what, podcast. Pick? Um, <laughs> could not do it better, dude. No, I don't think I could. Someone get this man some like, voice acting work. <laughs> get him a contract <laughs> stat. I liked that. Uh, I liked Volpix too, because it was a it was a Pokemon Blue exclusive, and so like. I had Pokemon Blue and I could have that one. So Vulpix was like an asset, right? Yeah. You know, you could you could trade that sucker away. It was like and, well, also, chattel. I'm gonna get also, these nine there's like, there's like five <laughs> fire Pokemon in the whole game of if you didn't right. pick Charmander and pick like Vulpix is there to give you that fire Pokemon mm-hmm. kind of halfway through. Yeah, but in Vulpix blue and cool. blue, you also got Magmar. Yeah. Magmar's Magmar is cool too, but like that's much later in the game. Yes. 
Vulpix, I always liked uh, Brock's Vulpix in the anime. Like, it was cool that he had one. It was just, like, super cute, bopping around. <laughs> bopping around. No, I'm with Jamie. Like, if, if I was going to put Vulpix on my list, it would definitely be the which Pokemon I wish I could have, like, hanging out with me in my living room. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, dude. I have seven. I'd have seven of them. <laughs> and I think it goes to that, like, initial, like, class of Pokemon that are reminiscent of, like, real-world animals uh, that I think draws you in a little bit more, you know? It's like if you had, you know, the ability to train, you know, wild animal in real life, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I agree. The The original 151 uh, have really good designs because they're not grasping at straws with a lot of them, but I will say all the new games have some like really badass new Pokemon designs too. There just are some really shitty ones like the, the actual sack of garbage and stuff like ice that. cream. Konomon. <laughs> <laughs> there are some really cool ones though. Um, all right. I will move us into number twos then with my number two, which is Zapdos. Um, uh, yeah. Zapdos is metal. As my fuck dude. Zapdos is cool. Uh, I love. I actually love all three of the legendary bird Pokemon. I think they're they're just super cool. But um, I yeah. usually had a Zapdos on my team because there's like five electric Pokemon in the game, and if you want to mix it up, um, or if you just want like the probably the strongest one when you play the game, Zapdos is really cool. Um, here's the Pokedex entry for Zapdos a legendary bird Pokemon that is said to appear from clouds while dropping enormous lightning bolts. So another like one said, of these... If there was more than like one, they would have enslaved us a long time ago. Yeah. <laughs> or just like, there's some, like, I feel like half of the Pokedex entries basically hint that like, this thing could destroy your city if, uh, if you anger it, which is like one of these like sneaky, cool thing about Pokemon um, that they built into the game. So um, I I use Zapdos probably the most um, of all the ones of all the legendary birds um, in the game. So also a very cool uh, moment in Pokemon Snap when you get to see Zapdos. Oh, yeah. And the electric area. And it's really cool. Like like uh, getting like one of the legendary birds is like a it's like an achievement like for the game. You know what I mean? Because they're not fucking easy to get you know and yeah. i i don't remember it, could you only get one per game or yeah. am i wrong yeah, yeah and if, it, it was like if you fucked it up it was gone you got one chance you got one chance dude so oh, it's like yeah. those were like it was really hard to get all three of them i would say zapdos out of all the legendary birds is probably my favorite too i like how it's got the fucking super saiyan goku like fucking like feathers <laughs> you know what i mean very neat yeah Uh, Zapdos was my favorite legendary bird too. Um, I mean, it, it was cool. The legendary birds were like collector's items. I feel like I usually didn't keep them in my party. Uh, I usually used one in my party, like one of uh, not all three of them, but usually at least one of them. Zapdos is definitely going to be on my list for a minute. Um, I'm like you. I like all the legendary bird. Pokemon. I like all the like all the bird Pokemon I, I really think are cool. Like they have neat designs and um I think 
again going back to the anime i think the stories that involve them or whenever they show up in the anime and the stories are really cool um so i feel like all i ever did when i was playing like red was like encounter uh like just out and about so they were annoying as fuck but uh yeah yeah zapdos Um, all right, Aaron, what's your number two? All right, my number two is going to be Gyarados. All right. Uh, one of the coolest, like, one of, like, the coolest moments of playing Pokemon and, and you know, after I really got into it, you know, the internet was kind of a thing going on uh, for the first time around then. I could, like, look up and see the different things I had to do and where I had to go to get everything but Magikarp evolving into Gyarados uh, was something that I just discovered uh, on my own. Like, it really blew my lid off. Like, I got this Magikarp, and it couldn't do shit. So I just decided, yeah, whatever. I'm just going to throw it in as the first Pokemon and uh, get a little bit of experience. And then I think, if I'm not mistaken, at level 20, it evolves into the most horrifying <laughs> Pokemon in existence okay you probably uh, you see you see magic carbs start to evolve and you're like oh cool i'm gonna get like a slightly bigger fish <laughs> right <laughs> that's, that's right magic carb two or some shit and then it turns into a fucking like a hydra dude like a fucking sea serpent um the scariest thing about gyarados is they live in both salt and fresh water um <laughs> So you can't have a picnic <laughs> anywhere without the possibility of running into this. Um, but yeah, no. And, and they're and just angry in, the whole oh my time. God. They're not yeah, chill they, at all. No. So uh, one thing I read about them is like, when is like unlike a lot of other Pokemon, the process of evolving a Magikarp to a Gyarados is it completely like restructurizes its brain so like its brain is not the same brain it had before it evolved uh and the way that its brain is restructured causes its horrifically violent nature um its teeth uh can crush stones uh its scales are harder than steel um and the biggest thing that like at least within the pokemon world is like people are scared that it's like one of those pokemon that are going to destroy your fucking city um one thing i read is that it appears in times of conflict and destroys <laughs> cities and its rampages have been known to last uh, up to a month um so i think that gyarados what why it's my number two is i i think it is one, if I ran into a Gyarados in the wild, it would be by far the scariest experience of running into probably any other Pokemon besides Jinx. Um, <laughs> but um, I just re I, 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 I didn't always use a Gyarados because, you know, once you max out its level, it's just like I said, it's just like a water Pokemon. Like, you know, some other ones are better, but just the pure like. It's so badass. It is the scariest, most badass Pokemon to me. And that's why it's my number two. Yeah. A couple things about Gyarados. Because, uh... Go ahead, Jamie. Go ahead, sorry. Uh, I was just, when, uh, how much everybody played Pokemon Go, but like you had to get like 400 magic candies to just even start to evolve one magic yeah. heart into a Gyarados. Yes. And it just, yep. so many people are so mad about that. And like half my friends are just like going around everywhere trying just to get. <laughs> <laughs> candies for that one goddamn Pokemon. <laughs> I saw that. And I was Magic like, well, getting... Yeah, I guess I ain't getting no Gyarados. <laughs> um, Gyarados, uh, according to the Pokedex, is uh, 21 feet 4 inches long and weighs uh, 518 pounds. 
So that's pretty, uh, pretty fucking big. Um, like my day. I remember speaking of just like how, <laughs> how like terrifying that would be. Um, I distinctly remember the episode of the anime where um, a Gyarados shows up and like fucking like starts like a, a like a, a fucking sea tornado, whatever those are called, and like just wipes out everything and Ash is like stranded at sea because of it. Um, yeah. Also, what a weird thing about Gyarados is it was water type, but it was also flying type in the flying part has never been addressed in any of the games. It's just like part flying type never gets any moves for that. Can't actually fly. Um, <laughs> and I'm not really sure why they've kept that. It's pretty weird. Because the man's fly as shit, Dave. Come on, dude. Oh, fuck. No, but right, if you, I, I got to go. <laughs> yeah, get out of here before they come get you. <laughs> Gyarados is super cool. Um, pretty standard, uh, pretty standard, like, team member going through the games. They're Correct. real good. Yeah. And they can use Hydra Beam. Or Dragon Beam. I don't remember. It was a beam. Hyper Beam or oh. Hydro Pump. One of those two. Nope, nope. I think it was what I said first. <laughs> um, yeah, Pokedex entry for the red and blue games says it's rarely seen in the wild, huge and vicious. It's capable of destroying entire cities in a rage. So again, like most of these things could just fucking destroy a city. No problem. Man, if I had a Gyarados, I could get rid of anime forever, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Alan, what's your number two? Uh, my number two is uh, Snorlax as well. Nice. Um, good call. Yeah. Good call. No, I'm a big fan. Uh, because like Dave was saying, it, it basically just lays around and naps and eats all day. Um, so the only times that you'd see Snorlax in the game, it was blocking a road. So it was essentially kind, yeah. of, kind of like a just a, a method of keeping you on the course that they wanted to keep you on and keeping you from get from areas uh, that they didn't want you to be in just yet. But it was just laying there taking a nap. And as you said, everybody was, it stayed there because everybody was terrified to wake it up because it would, <laughs> would wake up and, and murder them. You um, also couldn't wake it up. Like in, remember in the show, people, the people would like, right? people like throw shit at it and it would just like bounce off of its <laughs> belly fat. Dragon eyed shooting it with a machine gun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, no, Snorlax, Snorlax was great. And the other thing was, um, it was kind of like an event to catch Snorlax. Um, because yeah. there were only, there were only two instances in the game where they showed up. And uh, and they were they were tough to catch, and so it was just kind of like this big fucking thing when you uh if you got the Snorlax because they weren't always easy to catch either. It's one of the only Pokemon in the game that it's like a scripted encounter where you have to face it, you have to right. try to beat it or catch it. I think it might be the only one that you have to do. You don't have to fight That's the legendary birds. You don't have to fight Mewtwo. It's it's like I think it's the only one. I think you're right. I don't Snorlax think there are any other like wild Pokemon Stadium though. In Pokemon oh, Stadium, yeah. Snorlax was incredible. 
Um, I like how Pokemon Stadium also gave you like a pretty good gauge on the size of all of these Pokemon. Like you, you know, on the on the Game Boy screen, you you can't really tell, but when you know, when I saw Snorlax and Pokemon Stadium, I was like, that thing is <laughs> so big, I want to take a nap on it. Yeah, one hundred percent. If I could just like take all the furniture out of my bedroom and just like plop a Snorlax down in there, yeah, <laughs> put a Snorlax Paradise. in front of the TV. <laughs> That's right. Nobody made that bed yet into cell. <laughs> put a Snorlax in your garage be... to do drugs on. <laughs> yeah, there's a meth den in the Pokemon universe that just has like two Snorlaxes <laughs> in a room. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, like uh, Snorlax, Snorlax, um, one of those again that I feel like it's some of the Pokemon are more uh, kind of like Western organized, like uh, or based on like Western like mythology and culture. Snorlax seems one that's more based in like Asian and Eastern cultures. Same with like Clefairy, like I was saying earlier, like and um, maybe like Meowth or something like that. Like those definitely seem to have like more of a come from Vulpix and Ninetales for more. sure did. Like those are those are based on just like straight up East Asian mythology. Ninetales, which um, like I said, I, like to me, I think that's that's definitely cool, and I think like you feel. I, you definitely get that vibe more when you watch the show, I think. Um, so I, don't know. I, I I appreciate that. I think that was like a neat, like little, you know, how they constructed the universe. Yeah. All right. So then let's get Bloodbath. Let's get your number two. My number two is Vaporeon. Ooh, shit. I didn't even think Weird. of the, yeah. the E. Weird. Good. Good call. The Eevee evolutions. Dude, yeah. I think I even when I was a little kid, I thought the Eevee evolutions were so interesting. I was like, there's four of them. I was like, that's like different than all the others. I was like, that's totally cool. You know, Eevee and then um, uh, Vaporeon, Jolteon, Flareon, uh, and... I don't remember enough of it, but like you had to have uh, it depended on how you wanted to evolve them because you had to have didn't you have to have a stone or something? Yeah, yeah, which, which is really cool. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Like, again, like if I were in the Pokemon world like that to me is like more interesting than just like, oh, you got, you know. Armator up to level 20, like, you know, no, it just becomes what it becomes like yeah. you get a choice on what you mm. what kind of power it's going to have. Yeah. Yeah, that's super cool. And also, you could use a Vaporeon as a jet ski, which is pretty sweet. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, fun fact, when in water, because its molecules are very similar to water, it will seem to invisibly melt into the water. That's pretty cool. <laughs> it just licks your toes. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Vaporeon was... Uh not my most common one to use like in the actual games but i do agree it's a really cool like design really cool pokemon yeah and i think just like again a cool concept that you know, there's this one subsect of the pokemon where you know rules are slightly different and um yeah 
All right. Yeah. Bloodbath, can you, well, any of you guys are not keeping up with the recent games. So in red and blue, there were three EV evolutions. Can you guys guess how many there are now? They're like, right, they're like uh, seven or something, right? Nine, 19. <laughs> 36. There's a, there's <laughs> eight. There's eight now. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, is there a psychic one or a ghost one? There's a, so there's electric, dark, water, grass, fire, ice, uh, psychic, and fairy type. I want that fairy one. It's cool. Ooh, no yeah. I mean, the, and that's, that's one where like even the new <laughs> designs, they're still really, really cool. So like, and like, I feel like every game gives you an EV like throughout the game somewhere. And you're just like, okay, cool. I can do whatever I want with this thing. Yeah. Uh, did, uh, was there episodes in the, of the show that had an EV in it? Yeah. It's yes. a kid that had an EV. He had three brothers who each had one had a Flareon, Jolteon, right. and Vaporeon. Right. And they were all trying to pressure him into evolving his into theirs. And he the, didn't. No, in the end, he decided he was going to let his Eevee just be Eevee. <laughs> that's that's beautiful. That's, that that show is a good show. And that's oh, why that wait. kid never. That's why that yeah. never kid beat the elite. That kid never beat the <laughs> that's elite. Right. Before. That's why you got beat up in <laughs> high school. Yeah, because you still had a fucking Eevee. Uh, Eevee's totally on <laughs> my honorable mention list, man. Evie's cute. I would, I would love Cutest to have a. You guys Eevee. had one. Yeah, say. You guys had one. What would you evolve it into? Jolteon. Yeah, no, totally Jolteon. I would pick Flareon. Flareon. Flareon was always my favorite. That's fair. Jolteon yeah. looks like a very mad, wet Chihuahua, and I'm. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, you want to be my Jolteon? Uh, it's like uh, it's, over, it's it's over in the corner, just like quivering. It's going like <laughs> it just looks maniacal, eyes bulging and shit. Things we learned about Aaron tonight: likes wet-looking animals and fairies. <laughs> that that's what my Tinder profile says. I mean, you just learned that tonight. I thought we knew that. I thought you were my friend. <laughs> I'm talking about like the general public. Yeah. Yeah, it's my Tinder profile. Listeners. True. <laughs> uh Jamie, what's your number two? Uh, my number two was Bulbasaur. Again, because it was Fuck cute yeah, and nice. sweet. Um in the uh TV show and I because I did a little bit of research on it, I was on Bulbapedia for some of this. Um they say that hey, it's dude, just me like too. Well, it's a very yeah awesome fucking love um, bulbapedia so it's just like a super like nurturing like pokemon and it's got like a thing where it will if it sees a pokemon crying or in distress it will let its vines out and just kind of rock it back and forth and just a very chill cute little froggy thing with a yeah it's cute and i love it um in a different world where i'm like living in a cottage in the woods a million miles away from everybody i would have a little Bulbasaur hanging out with me every day. Green witchy shit. <laughs> Mixing brews. The Pokedex entry is real weird. Like there's like some mystery to it. A strange seed was planted on its back at birth. By who? Who knows? It doesn't say. The plant sprouts and grows yeah, with I its Pokemon. <laughs> Bulbasaur Alan, do cool. your Bulbasaur impression. 
Oh, I'm a Bulbasaur. I'm, I'm that's just, very, I'm that's not, very good, Alan. I'm not going to answer to Aaron. You know, I mean, like if someone else asked me, to, that's that's blood, bloodbath. Tell him to do yeah. a Bulbasaur impression. You know, Alan, the tube, Aaron. the tube demands you do a Bulbasaur. <laughs> that's right. Do you, do you get fired, bro? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna lose uh, the sponsors. Bulbasaur. <laughs> nice. That's just enough for the nailed it again. Yeah, Alan is the new hey, Alan, favorite. I'm on Alan, fire that, tonight. Is that a knock on your door, man? Like the the Pokemon <laughs> anime people are coming to get you. They need you. Uh no, I'm going solo. I'm gonna I'm gonna just. <laughs> freelance po- pokemon voices <laughs> yeah pokemon pokemon noises over woodland sounds and i'm just gonna sell it to people to listen to while they sleep there's 99 cents right there man you know this is yeah. there's money I'll, to be I'll, made i'll give you two dollars dude for real <laughs> all right i'll give you two pokemon hmm. <laughs> jamie I think the because Alan that sound Alan made just made me think of this. Like, wouldn't it just be so sad if there was just like a Bulbasaur that just like grew old and never evolved, and he just like at the end of its life, it's just like Bulbasaur, <laughs> <laughs> so dissatisfied, like full midlife crisis, and he's like never made it to Ivysaur or Venusaur, and just kind of like bear bear I have so um, many regrets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I should have never married at 19. <laughs> Wait, so uh, like you said that yeah. it's a mystery how the plant got on its back. So like if the plant didn't get on its back, would it just be a dinosaur then? It would. So yeah, here's the here's the thing. So like in the Pokemon world, there are like there are other animals that are like not pokemon right just running around like they're like little birds and insects and shit that aren't pokemon in the anime so like would bulbasaur just be like some sad creature that's just like i don't know live like being preyed upon out in the wild and not yeah. like part of the not part of the pokemon like society and shit if no, not man, if it turns into a plant like what I if it grows it, into a plant what if it's just I think like it a would seed still be a pokemon wrong? You know, I think it would still be a Pokemon. It would just be one of the lame ones that all it can do is tackle and headbutt, you know? Yeah. It'd be like the Pokemon they sell at wet markets in China. <laughs> <laughs> one of those ones that it shows, it like comes in, it, you encounter it like halfway through the game and it's like, hey, please take me with you. I want to be part of your team. And you're like, uh, we're good. <laughs> you go to the wet market. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, let's move into uh, let's move into number ones here. Hey, everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right. We're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones. and We record super late at night for the for most of us, actually. And coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, 
Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single-origin coffee beans that are air-roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners, 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. The charity for May 2021 is Dress for Success Cincinnati. So your purchase of your coffee is going to help uh, women in need in the Cincinnati area get professional clothes and get a support network and all that good stuff. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram. And check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. Um, with my number one, which is Blastoise, my number one. Nice. nice dude it has cannons on its back dude yes it, it has exactly it has cannons coming out of its shell like they're not on oh its my back God. they're shut up you metal, know what I meant. shut up they're metal cannons that are part of its like skeleton and shit coming out from under the shell it's ridiculous it's so fucking cool dude and you guys um, did the episode of like animals you would ride into battle i asked like in the like the instagram page i was like so is it real animals or mythological because i was going to pick blastoise if yeah got to yeah pick and bloodbath actually bloodbath actually said something like pretty similar to blastoise um i forget yeah. it was like a he said he wanted a snapping turtle with cannons <laughs> right. mounted on its back yeah it's uh, like and very funny how luke didn't <laughs> go along with it and picked a pokemon anyways <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh anyway blastoise uh like I said at the beginning of the show, I always pick Charmander, uh, or mostly pick Charmander, but I like Blastoise the best. Like, Blastoise is, like, the coolest Pokemon to me. Um, just like a, a turtle with fucking water cannons. Um, the Pokedex entry says, A brutal Pokemon with pressurized water jets on its shell. They're used for high-speed tackles. Um, so, like... Have you got have any of you guys ever like gotten sprayed or like sprayed your hand with a pressure washer? I certainly yes. have. And my butt and it my hurts penis. like a motherfucker, doesn't it? <laughs> so this it, thing it is legit just, like, like took skin off my hand for sure. This thing has like mega fire. True. He hoses. does it in the street across from us. <laughs> <laughs> At noon. It's not cool. I'm just trying to mow my grass, Aaron. <laughs> And Aaron's out in the driveway naked, like spraying his inner thighs with a pressure washer. I do everything. Uh, for how do you get away with this so close to a school? 
I can't believe they let him live that close to a school. That is shocking now that you say that. <laughs> hey, he's the lawyer, man. I'd listen to him. City, city of Troy needs to get on their shit, man. No, bro, you, yeah. you, you ain't fucking wrong, dude. So what I will say is, like, I think out of all the original Pokemon in their final evolutions, that Blastoise is the coolest out of all of them. And I definitely, like, used a Blastoise-heavy when I would like play Pokemon like against kids, like I had a level 100 Blastoise with all the fixins, you know what I mean? It, it is, it is, is there a Gen 1 Pokemon that also has like machinery built into its body? <laughs> like, I, 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 I don't uh, think so, man. I don't think so either. Magnet, yeah. Voltor probably fixins. does because it's supposed to be a machine. Yeah, it's a fair. it's a sentient like yeah. ball. They covered like, all the bases, balls. man. Yeah, um, fair. They said fixins like you're at the, like you're at a potato bar. <laughs> <laughs> Blastoise is the workhorse, dude. That's what I was like saying from the get go. Like he's like he's the heavy hitter. You got to call in to like you know, fuck some people up. Yeah. I mean, in real life, if it was like, by the way, you guys remember how like they they mentioned in the game that there was a Pokemon war. And like Lieutenant Surge, the electric gym leader was like a war veteran in the Pokemon war. So just like picture there's like Pokemon as part of this war, like people are using Pokemon to fight in a war. And there's like there's Blastoise with like the super powered like like uh like fire department water cannon just like ripping people's skin off on the front lines and shit dude, oh my god dude control, i would man. i would i would play that game tomorrow pokemon that would be wars the best. yeah oh my god dude that'd be the best pokemon game ever um, i'm just i'm just so picturing close, like world war 1 style where they're just like pokemon injured on the ground screaming like horses Dude, I'm sh- except, like, except they're all just screaming their own name in, in these <laughs> high-pitched whines. It's it's a bad oh, scene, man. My all thought the is that the po- <laughs> <laughs> my thought is that the Pokemon are trained to only kill the humans. So I just imagine like a blast voice, like sh- shooting, like shooting somebody off of their Pokemon, and then just going up and just like stomping their fucking face in. Yeah, and Even then that- they turn around and. They turn around and just like dap up the Pokemon that that person was riding. <laughs> they do like that baseball high five where you do the front <laughs> five and then you bring it down. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's the problem though. If you train Pokemon to kill things and have a Pokemon war, then you got to kill all of the Pokemon at the end because <laughs> yeah. otherwise yeah, they're just going to dominate the planet. Right? Yeah, they're, yeah. These aren't yeah. dumb creatures, man. <laughs> so one, like, of, dra- one of the things. Dragonite with the gun. <laughs> yeah. One of the things exactly. I was thinking about with Blastoise is like how a lot of the like you said it has machinery in it so there's like a different thought process going into this design so like the people they're like uh at the pokemon company are like designing these monsters and they're like yeah we got like a we got like a fucking dragon with like a fiery tail yeah cool all right we got this like dinosaur with like a big flower grown out of its back and the other guy's like uh what if it was a turtle with like water cannons coming <laughs> out of its shell and they're like oh fuck yeah we have a game people we have a game <laughs> make, make it one of the original pokemon too so you can get it real easy yeah make sure these fun. little kids can get this thing <laughs> 
Uh, Aaron, let's move on. Number, your number one. Well, my number one bloodbath already mentioned in jest. Uh, he used it as an example for like a bland uh, Pokemon. <laughs> and it's now my job to explain to him why he is wrong. Uh, my number one Pokemon is Marowak. Okay. There are a lot of reasons why I like Marowak, but ultimately the reason Marowak is the best Pokemon is it is hell bent on destruction and revenge. <laughs> and that's what I love most about it. So uh, I used a Marowak in every single party uh, that I ever, Marowak was always in my party in red. It was always in my party in blue for the minute I got it. Uh, I would throw it out first in every single match. So people would be like, oh, okay, you throw it out a Marowak. This is going to be easy. But then I followed it up with five Mewtwo's. So it was like, you know, it's kind of whatever. <laughs> um, so what makes Marowak so fucking cool? One, it's basically a samurai, right? That's basically what it is. And that's why it's the coolest thing. Uh, everybody knows that like Cubone gets the skull uh, from its dead mother. And it's really sad. Uh, Marowak, uh, when Cubone evolves, the skull becomes a part of the body. And after you evolve into Marowak, uh, you cannot uh, take it off. It just becomes a part of you. Um, so I'm just going to read some excerpts because I feel like they're a little bit more eloquent than I can be at this point about what I'm trying <laughs> to say. So upon evolution, Marowak has overcome the grief of its mother's passing. Now ferocious and violent, Marowak is an adept combatant that uses the bone it carries as a weapon and a boomerang. Okay? <laughs> Having evolved, it seeks vengeance on its natural enemies. Marowak has also been recorded pounding on boulders with its club it carries in order to tap out messages to others. And it only lives in the mountains to test its skills. Uh, and <laughs> In, in this is from the later games, so I think I should mention this. Uh, in the later games, it can use the bone that it carries around. Uh, it can, like, tap it on its head, and it makes the bone catch on fire. Uh, and the fire, uh, the flame that that creates, not only uh, gives uh, the Pokemon that's fighting physical, but also mental pain. And when I read that, I was like, what the fuck does that mean? That is arguably <laughs> the scariest thing. Um, but, uh, Marowak's always been my favorite. It's technically a ground Pokemon, even though it mostly has, like, uh, normal and fighting attacks. It, it, it isn't glor- it isn't a glorious Pokemon. It's probably not the smartest Pokemon I, should, I could actually, like, carry around in my party. But I just thought, I just think, like, the story of the Marowak is, is so fucking cool. I love that whole, just, like, you, you, you like, it, it's John Wick. Like, you killed my dog, and now my <laughs> entire life is just based on me seeking revenge. Like, just the thought of Marowak, like, up in the mountains, like, jumping from rock to rock and, like, hunting down bears and killing it. Like, just training for years and years and years just to get back at other Pokemon is so... It's it's sociopathic, but it's very cool also. Um, so and and also I think it just looks the coolest, man. Like that the form fitted skull around its face, you can never see its mouth, it doesn't really make much of a noise, it makes a little one. Um, I I, I don't remember if it actually says its name or if it just does like a or whatever the fuck. Um but yeah, no, so uh I'm 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 not gonna talk about it anymore, but I was really actually like kind of mad when Bloodbath used it as like an example for a bland poke, and I'm like, it is the opposite it is the it is built on revenge murder and chaos <laughs> it is and one, first it. of all aaron no first no, of all no, no. <laughs> no <go ahead. laughs> first of all i used 
it has an example. No, I used it as an example of how the Pokemon can sometimes get off the rails and go into a different direction. Murwak is fucking awesome. Yeah, Murwak Murwak. is is everything you just said is so legit. So next time, Aaron, like clean the shit out of your ears and listen to what I said. That was impressive. (laughs) Yeah, I got a funny story about Bloodbath that I want to tell you guys. No, I'm just kidding. But uh, we, we we can move Black's on. Awesome. But I, Everything you said yeah, is like Mar- cool, Mar- too. I, I like legit didn't know half of that stuff about him. I, yeah. I didn't either. I, I just always thought Marowak was cool because, like, I, I remember seeing it in the show, and I liked the way it moved around. It's the it design. Like ninja, didn't talk. Yeah, it just looked fucking cool. And then I started reading shit about him. Like, oh, this thing is is basically like a samurai. Like, it's just there to, like not not be dishonored and bring dishonor upon other things it's a it's a combination of john wick Dark. like you said and rocky from rocky four yeah. just like training I, I, out yeah. in siberia just <laughs> punching rocks waiting for the day jumping yeah just like just waiting for somebody to look at him the wrong fucking way <laughs> yeah Which is how alan cool. lives his life yeah looking for so waiting for someone <laughs> to look at him the wrong way <laughs> and his head and face is shaped like Marowak's head and face. That's very true. I carry that big bone around too. <laughs> <laughs> That's the second big dick joke. That's very funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Well, welcome to top three, Alan. Uh, Alan, what's your number one? Oh, let me bring up my word document. <laughs> um. My number one was, is Arcanine, uh, yeah. which is the giant fire dog. It's like Clifford the dog meets Kerberos. Uh, why? Because I really liked dogs. Um, and so I'd get one every opportunity I had. And in addition to that, getting one was kind of a rare thing because, like I've mentioned, I had Pokemon Blue. And right. Growl- Growlithe and Arcanine were Pokemon Red exclusive, and so I'm not even sure if you could trade for one in the game. You had to trade for one from someone else, someone that had Pokemon Red. Um, right. So it was it was tough to get a Growlithe and an Arcanine, and uh, yeah. Plus, I mean, who wouldn't? Uh, it's like a dog that's big enough to ride on, like a horse. Uh, yeah, it's awesome. You know, so, it's thick too. It's like a tank. Like, yeah, it is huge. In Pokemon yeah. Snap, you had to do something like you. I, I don't remember exactly what you had to do, but I don't remember if it was like you had to knock it into a volcano pit, or you had to do something to piss it off and like evolved uh, from Growlithe into RK9, like right in front of you. It was super fucking cool. Yeah, I yeah. Forget. yeah, you had to throw apples at it or something. Yeah, the knocking it into the lava pit was Charmeleon. Right. Arcanine is one of the most like majestic Pokemon. And like low-key, I remember Alan loving Arcanine. So I was like, he's gonna pick Arcanine. Unless he's unless he Sorry, unless he was like, Alan how did I know a, that? Unless That's Alan so, like, has he's completely changed as a person was since not he was uh eleven years old, which is not likely. <laughs> no, he's basically I don't see that not exactly the same person. He's got it tattooed left half. So much to me that you guys knew that I was going to pick Arcanine. Sorry, I was just saying that we had a guy in court the other day that had bastard tattooed across his neck. It was great. Criminal defendant. You oh my really god, when you're doing that. It was spelled wrong. Please no, no, say no. it was spelled wrong. 
it was a it was a legit tattoo. I mean, it was it was pretty good work. You spent <laughs> some money on it, or I mean, it wasn't a it was not a prison tattoo. So he trained. <laughs> it was yeah. fan of the show, <laughs> Rat Boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> does anybody? Does anyone listen to your mom's house podcast with Tom Segura? Oh Sometimes. my god, I know what you're talking about. Um, you know they 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 do it on YouTube as well, where you can watch all the clips that they show. And there's a guy who got the ICP clown makeup <laughs> tattooed on his face. Oh no! When Dean? Yeah. And it's just like him making these TikTok videos where he's just like, well, you know, I mean, he's got a thick, you know, I, mean, I think he's in West Virginia. He's like, uh, you know, I, I can't lie to you. This, you know, this tattoo has really just destroyed my life. I got it when I was six. I got it when I was 16 and young and I just can't keep a job. It just gets me into all kinds of trouble and with the law and whatnot. And I just, it's time for me to grow as a person and just get this removed off my face. It shows him. It shows him getting it, you know, lasered off, and it's it's, it's Dude, so that sounds painful, brutal. and it really doesn't work. He gets his oh first my. one done, and he's like, "You can see the difference." And it's like, no, it looks exactly oh, the same. Shit. Like, no change, sir. I think he sounds hot. <laughs> you would. Um, <laughs> I'm I'm sorry. I'm I'm looking this guy up right now. I gotta know if he's from here. I have Indeed. to know. He's from Piqua. <laughs> Apparently, there are like there's like more than one person that has tattooed this shit on their face. Oh god! Yeah, I'm I'm sure oh, there's yeah. like there's thousands of them. <laughs> there actually are. That's oh man, that's terrible. And the tattoo artist that does that to somebody honestly should just lose their license. Like, nah, dude. Nah, dude. That's a thousand dollar tattoo. That's a four thousand dollar tattoo, dude. Make your and, money. Hey, we we live in America. You know, if you want to get that shit tattooed on your face, I mean, you're dumb as fuck, but you can do it. You can absolutely do it, sweet land of liberty, buddy. It's like, yeah, uh, dude. God bless like America. More... What's that? One person. Alan's like, there's more than one person. I'm like, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. There's a. I mean, just Google Im image search ICP face tattoo. I mean, it's really a series of, uh, a series of mug shots. That's how I start my mornings. This guy, this guy's got a checkerboard on his face. Monster energy drink. Aww. Oh my! Oh my God! What is going on? Oh. Be well, before uh, before Aaron gets any good ideas, let's move on to Bloodbath and his number one Pokemon. Wait, I have a good idea. Yeah. No, no. All right. My number one is uh, Gengar. Good pick. Uh, yep, that, that Pokemon yeah. is fucking sweet, dude. I I love I love Ghost Pokemon. Um, those are my favorite. That's my favorite episode of the uh, cartoon. The anime. Um, I don't know why it is. It just is for some reason. I think Gengar is really, really awesome. Um, I've he I just like had this like weird uh, appreciation for just the design, like just the like the idea, like all right, there's, there's you know, grass Pokemon and water Pokemon and fire Pokemon and all this stuff, and like oh by the way, there's also ghost Pokemon, which like I'm sure there's an answer out there, so I don't even want to hear it. But like, so are we to believe that like a Pokemon, any any random Pokemon could die and it just comes back as a Ghastly or a Haunter. Um, 
Well, I mean, yeah. like, Kang, yeah, Kang he's Khan all- are all female. So, I mean, like, this science isn't applicable here, man, you know? <laughs> oh, I mean, the fact that, you know... Uh, Life Mon- finds a way, Alan. The fact that Hitmonchamp, like, just <laughs> comes in, like, uh, you know, gym shorts. Like, that's, like, part of his body. It's a ghost Pokemon, but it's also a poison Pokemon. And I always loved using him because you can do... Um, uh, the dis like you can do the um to say is it disable or is it uh disable no it's like um <laughs> no it's disable like the, it's like i don't know anyway it's like you can just poison and cripple like the player the opponent so like every time they make a move they just like get weaker and weaker and like they lose more and more hit points like that's like the total like you know, ace in the hole, like, you know, when you're putting your team together, get a Pokemon out there that can, you know, start to disable the other, uh, your opponent. Um, I don't know, man. I just, I, I love, I love him. He's awesome. Gengar's, Gengar's like one of the best for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, super strong. It can learn like, it can learn like a surprisingly like diverse number of moves um, in the game, but like, yeah, just throw on because in the um, in red and blue, there were no ghost moves that actually like did anything useful. Like there was like I think the move lick was like the only ghost move that could hurt something. <laughs> um, Seeing that in the anime was very funny also. <laughs> yeah, just like <laughs> you get paralyzed because of the way this Pokemon licks you. Um, hey, I think I got licked by a ghost. <laughs> when, you right. were, when you were a small child um but, all the drugs. <laughs> gengar could learn a, a a bunch of other like really strong moves and it was really fast so it's like a really really good pokemon to use in the games oh the world is super fucking detailed dude it's actually like like if you think about it it's one of the most successful fictional like universes ever created like you know what i mean it has a lot of appeal to anybody from the age of four to the age of 80 you know like it's 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 like harry potter or lord of the rings it's like just a universe that is like tailor-made for people to be interested because it has just enough similarities to make you think it's a possibility but just enough differences to like keep it you know at like a fantasy level it works perfectly as a video game a tv show everything you're totally right man yeah the The poke like just having Gengar roaming around, like in the Pokedex entries, they all talk about Gengar like stealing people's body heat or just like straight up stealing their souls and stuff <laughs> like that. Like that's they're just like around. So if you're not a Pokemon trainer, if you're just like some dude who works at the fucking Pokemon gas station or something, and <laughs> like exactly. Gengar is still out there exactly. trying to get you too. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. Thank you. Hell oh, yeah, dude. You know, I hate that me and Aaron are the same right now. It's fine. I told you she was going <laughs> to attack me. I told you guys. Everybody hates that feeling. It's fine. Danny. I accept it. <laughs> He kind of hit it on most of the points because Cubone's the same with his Marowak with, you know, having the skull of its mother and all that stuff. But just 
I when I played the game, I had it, and for whatever reason, it just ended up being the one I would win with all the time. And just its little moves and its little voice, it's just adorable and sweet. It's adorable. Um, it's super cute. This cute little loner Pokemon that's just like, I don't need no man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what the Pokedex entry says. Yeah, this that's Pokemon sure ain't right, need yeah. no man. Yeah, that's all it says. I really like this one move just called Stomping Tantrum. Like, I feel that. I feel it in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Cubone. Cubone was like super cute, carrying a little bone around, but like um, learning and like reading that like super sad backstory that Cubone had. Because uh, like before it becomes fucking John Wick as Marowak, it's just like this little sad boy walking around <laughs> wearing, like the a... skull of it, wearing the skull of its dead mother. But okay, uh, are there not more than one Cubone? No, I mean, I guess it, there's definitely the more than one. What he's asking is like, is it like that big of a like how big of a coincidence is it that all Cubone's mom dies? <laughs> like, you well, know, well, I like, like so. That's so my my brother-in-law. Sorry, my brother-in-law. No, you're fine. Um, my brother-in-law is a really, really big, big, like big-time Pokemon fan. Like, he knows like crazy, like eight levels of like just random information about all the games and the TV shows and stuff. Um, so I hit him up when I told him I was doing this and he even said, he's like, it's just sort of a thing. Like when they are born, their mother dies and that's just how it is. And there, he couldn't, he said he didn't know like why it's like that or if it's like, but it is all of them. Like if birth and just just dead at birth, that's sad. It's like well, my thing. It, well, it's might like, as well take their skull and wear it around forever. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they just well, carry like what I'm it with it's them. Like, so it's like, <laughs> so is it just, it can't just be the one. It's like, that's the species. Just like when we said the Bulbasaur has like the seed that no one knows how it got there. It's like, but there's like tons of Bulbasaurs. Like it's not some random, like mysterious, like person's throwing a seed on this one. Like they're born that way. Just like, uh, that's some, you know, that's what's like weird. So it's like, is it like Meowth where it's like, well, there's Meowth, but then there's like the special Meowth that like can talk. Is that just the special like Cubone? No, I think it's all Cubones. Yeah. Like, because like you see in the like in the show, you see other you, you see like I'm sure you see more than one Cubone throughout the like the run of the show and you can catch as many as you want in the games have a party full of keybones so it just has like this genetic drive to wear the skull of its mother even if its mother's not dead at the time it's just like it cubone's it, <laughs> born it's like all right bitch time to go i would love <laughs> to take that, like let me get I would that to take like a biology <laughs> class about pokemon like i think it'd be really cool if like an actual biology <laughs> professor like took the time to structure a class around pokemon it, Dude, so on we mentioned Bulbapedia before, but like a lot of the research for this episode happens on Bulbapedia. Yeah, and it was like a, where all my shit came from. They have a biology section for every Pokemon where like people do it like Wikipedia for real animals, and they're like, uh, biology, Cubone is a small bipedal dinosaur-like Pokemon <laughs> with a light brown hide. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, fucking paragraphs of this shit. 
It's like the first thing they talk about is like it's like biological structure and all, like what kind of animal it is. It's very cool, dude. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. Bulbapedia, shout out to Bulbapedia, the the tr- the real MVP of any discussion about Pokemon. Send us some T-shirts. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this episode of the Top Three Podcast is sponsored by Bulbapedia.bulbagarden.net. I want that on my T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Cubone, good call, Jamie. Yeah. Um awesome Pokemon. Let's uh let's move into honorable mentions here. Lightning round style. Um and my honorable mention is the goat Pokemon. Not mentioned in the top three because um well, you'll see why. But it gets an honorable mention. My honorable mention is missing no, the glitch Pokemon. Nice. Hmm, that's weird. I don't remember it being in the Pokedex under between numbers one and one hundred and fifty-one. But go on. It's actually it's actually number zero in the Pokedex, and it's and it's empty if you catch it. But so, yeah, um, go on. Yeah, just missing. No, uh, you could do the glitch. We talk to the old man in Viridian City, and then go to Cinnabar Island, and you could get like infinite number of whatever item is number Rare six candy on trick. your list. Yeah. 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 100%. So that's goat. a weird glitch. That's like potentially the most useful glitch in the history. Of it's super the useful. Yeah. Plate. Yeah. Super useful. All right, Aaron, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is Lapras. Uh, I never, yeah. I never, I never fought with Lapras, but it was, I, I just think it's such a cool Pokemon that I always kept it in my party uh, to uh, swim uh, for me. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's like it's like the Loch Ness monster. I I I've always had this like <laughs> crazy affinity for the ocean, and like uh, par- a big part of that's always like the mystery behind it. And Pokemon does a really good job of like you know really exploring like what kind of Pokemon would exist in the ocean, uh, specifically at like different depths and locations and things like that. I just it's the Loch Ness monster, dude. It's super fucking cool. Uh, it would be really neat to use that instead of a speedboat, Lapras. It's- yeah, it's canonically the one that you're supposed to be surfing on. Correct. Um, Alan, what's your honorable mention? My honorable mention is Mew. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I tossed, around, tossed around Blastoise and I tossed around Eevee a little bit, but uh, but I wound up sticking with Mew um, because it's essentially like that is the all-powerful god Pokemon, I think, as far as I yep. remember. Um, it can, it can learn to do anything. Uh, and so that, that's really cool. Uh, so you. <laughs> it's hardest like, Pokemon to catch too. Hardest Pokemon to get in your party. You had to like, like uh, go, you had to like leave your house to get it. Very- yeah. Yeah. Mew I actually, like the... I do have a, I do have a, an official Mew that came with a certificate Same. and a number and everything, Same. you Same. know, so it's pretty it's cool. It's like, what if a whole Pokemon was just made of stem cells? Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. And, you know, like, we haven't talked about the Pokemon movie. It was a good fucking movie. It was pretty good. You know, and that that whole level of Pokemon Snap completely dedicated to Mew. You know? Yeah. Uh, Bloodbath, what's your honorable mention? I was really nervous you guys were going to pick this, but nobody did. Uh, Ditto. Yeah. Yeah, Ditto is on my shortlist of honorable mentions. It's very, like, the idea of it is a very neat Pokemon idea. Yeah, uh, when I would play Pokemon Stadium uh, and you could, you know, you picked out your like whatever six Pokemon that were going to fight the other your like friend or whatever, I would just load it up with 
<laughs> you just lose every time. <laughs> uh, uh, Jamie, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention is the OG Sass Queen Jigglypuff. Hell oh, yeah. yeah, dude. Sass Queen. <laughs> I just, I've never heard the term OG Sass Queen, and I'm going to start calling random strangers at the liquor store that. Oh, yeah. What, what up, OG Sass Queen? Jigglypuff is, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jamie. You bring a lot of good things into my life, but this is the goodest. Uh, Aaron's going to get shot. I'll get, shot. <laughs> I'll get shot real quick. Jigglypuff's great, great in the great in the TV show. Great Pokemon card. I get it. Cute voice. Yeah, Jigglypuff's cool. It pissed uh, off because also, everybody fell asleep during her song. She just like yeah. draw on their faces. <laughs> That's right. I'm bringing <laughs> chaos. <laughs> also, Jigglypuff is. Um, Super satisfying to play and win as in Smash. If you beat someone as Jigglypuff, they feel bad about themselves, and that's awesome. <laughs> I hate using Jigglypuff, but the hardest I've ever gotten my ass kicked is by people who use Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff's good. It's like, do there are like professional players who use them? Yeah. All right. Let us move into our listener responses. Um, Shock, shocking, but not shocking. We got so many listener responses for this. People fucking love Pokemon. Uh, which, yeah, dude, again, it's the biggest thing ever, man. Yeah, like for real. Yeah, even if you don't like the games, like surely you can pick like the top three, like cutest ones or whatever. Um, yeah. So let's get into our responses here, and I'm going to start with Christopher. His number three is Cubone. His number two is Golduck. That's a cool one. I didn't think of number Golduck one is, is sweet. Yeah. Number one is Blastoise, and his honorable mention is Weezing, but the special Weezing in the new games because he has uh, like a top hat that doubles as like smokestacks, and it, it looks really cool. <laughs> nice. Before I talk, that does sound really cool. All right, up next is a uh, friend of the show and former guest Mitch. Uh, his number three is Gyarados. His number two is Alakazam. His number one is Machamp. Uh, very similar to mine. Machamp is dope. Yeah, Machamp is cool. Next, we have Heather, whose number three is Squirtle. Number two is Charizard. And number one is Snorlax. I'm like, I'm kind of surprised that this is the first time we've really talked to someone has put Charizard on their list. Charizard's like the other mascot for Pokemon. Yeah. I was and I'm say, actually really one, surprised. Yeah. That one would have been a Michael Bumpus candidate. Yeah, you're right. Potentially. Yeah. I I argued that I thought there'd be a lot. Cause I think I said at one point I was like, well, I think it's like we said, like none of the middle evolved forms are going to make the list. So sure. <laughs> yeah. We have Kylie, whose number three is Togepi. Aww. Number two is Vulpix. And number one is Eevee. I just want to say that Kylie is my cousin, and I am embarrassed being related to her because Togepi is not the 151. It's not. Way to go, Kylie. You ruined the podcast for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> those, are, those are all the cutest Pokemon. <laughs> All right, so Rihanna, she has picked Psyduck, Slowpoke, 
and Alakazam. And honestly, those are some solid choices. Yeah. Slowpoke is really cool. Psyduck is a, a cool idea for a Pokemon too. Just like dude has the worst headache ever. Oh my god. Psyduck has Psyduck has the worst life. Like Cubone's mom died and he has to wear her skull for the rest of his life. <laughs> but living with a constant headache to the point that it makes you run around and yell is has a like crazy headache and Misty just will not stop beating the shit she, out of this. Yeah, she, yeah. Does, oh, like, she does not care. She's like <laughs> God, someone needs you... to me too, Misty. Yeah, someone yeah, call the fucking like... Humane Society on Misty. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, like, when you picked Gyarados earlier, the reason he evolved was because she kicked her magic carp and yep. he just yeah. was like, all Correct. right, done. Yeah. I'm evolving yeah. and now I'm going to Correct. eat literally your faces. I, yeah. yeah, I forgot that she had a Gyarados. That's very funny. Um, All right, next is uh, Striden. Number three, Marowak. Number two, Gengar. And number one, Scyther, another really cool one we haven't mentioned yet. Scyther's dope as shit. I'm glad somebody else said Marowak. That's very cool. All right. Next up is Tim. His number three is Haunter. Ooh, a middle Pokemon. Uh, His number two is Articuno. And his number one is Vulpix. Wow. Articuno's. Articuno is uh, the one I use the most in the game, I think. Next up, we have. Ariel, number three is Dragonite. Number two is Charmander, and number one is Snorlax. There, I am. It is amazing how many Snorlax answers there are. Snorlax is is so much fun, man. It's just all. It's Snorlax is a good time. (laughs) You know, like it's just eat, nap, eat, nap. Chad, friend of the show. His number three is Eevee. Number two is Onyx. And number one is Mewtwo. Onyx was going to be on my list for a long time, and then it just got edged out. But Onyx is legit. Onyx is very cool. We great. talked about Onyx, Onyx in the like animals, animals to ride into battle episode, um, where right. just a fucking like giant, like legit giant rock snake is a terrifying thing. <laughs> It's yeah. it's probably the scariest for real. <laughs> but water gun would kill it every time. That's fair. You're not wrong. Uh, Ava, hi darling. She picked number three, Flareon, number two, Pikachu, and number one, Squirtle. And again, Flareon. beautiful picks. Next up we have Edwin. Electric. Sorry, Jamie, I interrupted you. You're fine. It's all good. <laughs> uh, next up, we have Edwin. His number three is Bulbasaur. Number two is Ivysaur. And number one is Venusaur. <laughs> Hell yeah, Edwin. Edwin's got it all figured out. <laughs> Ed, Ed, I'm jealous of Edwin's life. I, I yeah, really man. am. Just like, not no no need to like overly complicate things. Give me the whole Bulbasaur line and I'm a happy man. <laughs> <laughs> all right next up we have friend of the host hua her number three is snorlax her number two is squirtle and her number one is pikachu jeez a lot of snorlax like i love i'm not shitting i'm just like everybody like almost everybody that's crazy next up is the tripod tripod podcast crew uh, whose number three choice is Mew, number two choice is Bulbasaur, and number one choice is Squirtle. 
<laughs> podcasts support podcasts. Hell yeah. Right. Jim. Number three. Oh, sorry. I can't read. Nick. His number three is Cloister. Shout out to all the teenage boys back then. (laughs) (laughs) God damn it. Number two. Number two, Squirtle Gang. And number one, Ganger. Jamie, will you explain the Cloister thing to the audience? Absolutely. On another episode. (laughs) All right, cool. Fair enough. Top Top three things we liked about Cloister's design coming up next week. Uh, Jim, his number three is Arcanine. His number two is Nitto King, and number one is Snorlax. I'm telling you, right, Nitto King. Nitto King's King's dope. Really cool. I tossed her a little bit. In the games, I like to use Nitto Queen, but Nitto King is cool. Um, friend of the show, Rat Boy. Rat Boy's number three is Mewtwo. Number two is Charmander. And number one is Pikachu. I'm, I'm, looking, at Craig. I'm looking at Craig's answers. I don't know why this is so funny. All right. Oh, God, I hate Craig. All right. Here's number three. I got to chill. I don't know why this is so funny. All right. His number three is Jigglypuff. His number two is also Jigglypuff. His number one is... His number one is Kirby, <laughs> which is the Jigglypuff. Oh, oh, shit, you, uh, Craig, uh, Craig's in a Pokemon battle, and he boy. he throws out a Pokeball, and Kirby Kirby just pops out, and everyone's like, "What the fuck?" And he's like, "Yo, what's up? I'm Kirby." I ate the Jigglypuff. Yeah, Craig, Craig's so <laughs> stupid. He's so stupid, bro. That's so funny. <laughs> the hardest i've ever laughed on the podcast all right i'm done well that's that is a perfect (laughs) way to wrap up our our listener responses (laughs) thank thank god i could read another if uh uh, if you would like us to read your top three on the show keep your eyes out for the call on our social media pages at a top three podcast on facebook instagram and twitter those calls go out on thursdays in the u.s um thank you everyone who responded um, I'm going to use my executive power as host of the show to um, to name Craig the winner <laughs> of the listener. Craig, 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 Craig. I forgot we were doing the winner thing. Yay! That's yeah. Um, so yeah, that's about it for this top three. Uh, <laughs> good job, everybody! Like God, dude. God damn it, Craig. Um, <laughs> So once again, if you would like to support the show, please tell your friends, um, subscribe, give us a rating and review. I'm sure that helps with some algorithm bullshit on Apple Podcasts. Um, follow us That's on our social groceries. media pages. And uh, yeah, leave your top three in the comments when we post our episodes and we'll chat about it. Uh, so I think that's it for this top three, guys. What do you say? Good top three. Yeah, good, top three. Yeah. good top three. Good one. I want to be the best there ever was to beat all the rest. Yeah, that's, yeah, my, that's cause. my cause. Electro, Diglett, Nidoran, Nanky, Venusaur, Rattata, <laughs> Fero, Pidgey. Pidgey. Take a bloodbath. <laughs> Take a bloodbath. Oh, blood dude, bath. I don't know the song. 
Catch him, catch him, gotta oh, catch him all. We're getting divorced. Pokemon. <laughs> no, so all right. Gotta so catch don't record this part, Pokemon. So this is what you should do. So Bloodbath is, will say, this is the end audio clip. Bloodbath will say, "Oh, I don't know that." And then Jamie will say, "All right, we're getting a divorce," and then it just cuts immediately. And Jamie saying, "Gotta catch him all." <laughs> That's that's that the is, sound clip. That is too much audio work. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> eight seconds. All right, whatever. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. See you later, everybody. Bye. Bye, guys. Every challenge along the way, with courage I will face. I will battle every day to claim my rightful place. There's no better team Arm in arm, we'll win the fight It's always been our dream It's you and me I know it's my destiny Oh, you're my best friend In a world we must defend Our heart's so true Our courage will fall In the fridge, I have a Mountain Dew. Will you grab that for me? Thank you. And I have a bottle of water, too, if you grab that, please. <laughs> and, and I have and, a bag of chips, too. Yeah. I do. There is one sitting on the couch, but I'm okay. I don't there's a Ziploc bag of spaghetti in the freezer. Just go <laughs> ahead. You don't have to do anything. Just bring me the frozen bag of spaghetti. Thanks.